Hi, everyone. Mitch from SportsChatPlace.com and PickDogs.com. And it is Tuesday, March 22nd, 2022, here with your live show. We try and go live seven days a week, 365 days a year. Yesterday, we had a problem. And, uh, you know, those happen from time to time. It's the world of tech, the world that we live in today. Um, it was kind of a combo problem, I would say, yesterday. Right, Joe? It was, uh, I was doing the uh, premium pick show with Joe, and I was going to do a show... When I got home, it takes about six hours, so I would have been able to get something in, in between, like, you know, drive-through and all that other stuff. You know, just a short something. And uh, I'm talking to Joe and Brian, you know, we're doing the, the premium show, and I get a notice that my flight is delayed four hours. So we could have actually just done the live show right there in the, in the airport at the time, but I was just flustered. Yeah. And then what happened after that was after sitting in the airport for four more hours, they canceled my flight and they rescheduled it for I'm 2 a.m. Uh, this morning, um, Las Vegas time. And wow. uh, I got in at 5 a.m. Maui time. So it's actually an hour after we're normally coming off the air. Um, but, um, you know, it was uh, it is what it is. That's what travel is. That's why we hate it. And, uh, yeah. You know. I know Joe gets excited about travel. I dread it. It's like because I've had things like this happen before. I've never had a flight canceled or delayed ever. I've had I've had can if it's canceled due to weather or delayed yeah. due to weather, they do not pay for your hotel. They do not pay for your transportation. They do not give you vouchers. They do not give you anything. If it's well, mechanical issue like this was, they put you up in a hotel. They give you food vouchers. They um they give you a travel voucher for future flights. Um, all kinds nice. of stuff, but um, it doesn't make it well, any better. I'm glad better. they took care of you. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather just go home. I really wanted to go home. I don't think this. I don't think the thirty six dollars in uh, food vouchers, <laughs> you know, quite covers the the aggravation. Uh, I don't know if you've eaten at a Las Vegas casino recently, but thirty six bucks is like you don't even get the second scoop of ice cream for that. <laughs> <laughs> Did they have cookie dough ice cream at least, Mitch? You know, I, I yesterday was the first day I didn't have ice cream. I just um, I ate a six oh. inch Subway sub, which was really about four inches, to be honest with you. And uh, <laughs> I went to bed and I I slept. So yesterday after our show, I slept for for three to four hours in the American Express lounge. I just yeah. I went into a chair as one of those people and I'd never have been able to do that before. And then I went wow. back to the hotel and I slept until almost midnight. So Crazy. really all day. And then I got on the plane and I slept the whole way on the plane, except for the last 45 minutes. So, uh, I don't know. Wow. This is That's how a lot of sleep for you. It's, it's a lot. I mean, this is how far behind I am, but I'm really excited yeah. to be able to do the show today. And, um, you know, to at least be able to do something. I know it's unscheduled. It's at, it's at a different time tomorrow. We'll be coming back at our regular time and then we'll be figuring it out together as to what time the show will be going forward. More than likely moving it back about a half hour or so, maybe a little bit yeah. more depending on what Joe schedules. I know Joe has a conflict in there about, um, some days, you know, around 1045. So it's like, if we start at 1045 or I could start it, maybe do betting tools, show before and then yeah. come back and do the you know like i'll do the seven free picks in just five minutes and betting tools and then ours that would be perfect got a call from sauce yesterday out of nowhere okay 
And call? Yeah, it was out of the blue. Nice. And uh, the sauce called me. I was in the hotel. And yeah. he said, um, he said, first he said, I can't believe you hung out with Jay Money and you didn't come see me. And I said, well, we were in Vegas, not on the East Coast. <laughs> and he was like, oh. So I was like, we were good. And then, um, and then he said, you know, I love your betting tools. He's like, oh, awesome. when I explained to him last summer about the betting tools, and I explained them to Joe too before she joined us, and I explained it to a lot of people what we were what we were doing. It's very very hard to explain something on that magnitude, right? It was just like no one's gonna be able to copy it, no one's gonna be able to do anything. And actually, the sauce said he spoke to ten different programmers at least to try and do something, even like a slimmed down version of of our props. And he said every one of them said no chance. Wow. Yeah. He's like, no, they were all like, no chance. They're like, this is millions of dollars. Awesome. So he's, he's super uh, discerning, you know, <laughs> he's a great guy. I really like him, yeah. you know, and I've always said that. And I know that we're competitors, but we're, you know, but we don't, we're not, we compete, we're competitors, but we're not competitors. You know, it's yeah. like, we're still, I, I respect them. You know, it's like, which is unlike a lot of our other competitors. Right. But, um, I just thought it was, you know, I thought it was pretty interesting that he said that and that, you know, coming from him, like I said, is really big because he's, he's tough cookie, tough cookie okay. when it comes to this stuff. He does not like what the other people do in our industry. You know, it's like, okay. he calls him out, you know, like this site's yeah. really slipping. This is, he's more on top of it than I am. I'm too busy. This show started about 10 minutes ago, exactly what the timer says, but we haven't had a chance to give any picks. We're just kind of trying to, we didn't give a notice that we were going to come on. I said we were going to try and do something today. So we're just giving it a little bit of a uh, little bit of time to let people notice. And there's not a ton of games today, but we are going to go over them. Joe, we're down to the sweet 16 in, in the NCAA tournament. We haven't really had a chance to talk about this either. Yeah. And of course, Mike Haynes alive and well. I think, um, you know, when a team puts together a performance like they did, um, I thought on Sunday the two most dominating performances were Miami and Houston. Clearly, um, you know, just suffocating defense by both teams. And, you know, when push came to shove, they basically took over um, those games. But this next game against Iowa State is not generally a spot where Miami has thrived over the years. They generally rise up to the occasion against the Dukes, the North Carolinas, the big bad bullies. But when it comes to these teams, these other grinders is where they have struggled. But Jim Laranaga, we saw him drop the game plan against Auburn. And, I mean, they wanted out. You know, Auburn, yeah. they had no answers. Um, they did not come out the second half on fire, ready to take them down. I mean, they wanted out. And, um, you know, I think teams like Iowa State generally have traditionally given them problems in the past. But I thought that. Miami's performance on Sunday was the best performance in the history of Miami basketball. That's it was great. The, it was the biggest win in program yeah. history for sure. You know, we've, we've been to the sweet 16 before we're um, what a lot of people don't realize is that Miami really has only been playing basketball for about 20 years. They, they never had a basketball only program. Been 20 years. Well, they, wow. they had basketball like back in the early seventies yeah. and late six in the sixties. Then they stopped playing basketball all the way through to like, um, you know, the eighties or nineties. So maybe like 20, yeah. 30 years, you know, but not like some of these other programs I've been playing forever. 
Okay. So we have um, Miami as a favorite on Friday, two and a half point favorite. Do you think we'll see any line movement on this, Mitch? Like, is this one where if you like Miami, you should probably get in now, or do you think you should wait? Um, I wouldn't bet it. You wouldn't bet it? You going to stay off this one? So actually, so Miami, their big player that they had gotten when they restarted the program, his name was Tito Horford. And it was like a big get for them when they started, yeah. when they did, he was out of the Dominican Republic. So, but his son is Al Horford. Okay. So, I'm trying to figure this out. I was wondering if there was a relation. So I'm trying to figure out what year Miami actually started um, basketball. So. Yeah, so then Tito Horford was um, enrolled at Houston and he was ruled ineligible. And then he went to LSU and he was kicked off the team and then he went to Miami. But this was 1989. Um 1990. So that's when Miami started basketball. 1990. So about 32 years in, which is, you know, a decent amount of time, but it's not, you know, the hundred years that these other schools have been playing it. Yeah, absolutely. Pretty incredible for what they've done. Well, I think Jim Laranaga just did a great job there. I don't, I don't really know about this game coming up. I'm going to have to wait and see how it goes. Miami generally has this season has been way better in the underdog role than as, than as a favorite. Okay. So I think there's some public momentum here behind them. I, I'm hoping for the best, you know, I'm, I'm hoping for the best, but I'm preparing for the worst. It's always a hard statement to say. Well, UNC is still alive. So there's a comment here. UNC is still alive. Miami beat them by 28. They were up by 27 at halftime against them. Yet North Carolina was a higher seed in this tournament. It just goes to show you, you know, how is Houston a five seed? You know, how is that even possible? Exactly. I mean, they look like a pro team. And they're, they're missing their two best players or in, are injured. And, and they still continue to roll on. Every excuse in the world, you know, to 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 quit. And they just didn't do it. But yeah, um, those four games on Friday, Mitch, that's the game with the most movement. Because Miami did open as a one-point favorite in that. Now at a two-and-a-half. And that total's gone from 36-and-a-half down to th- uh, sorry, 136 and a half down to 133. We got to give Jim Laranaga all the credit in that one because he is just um, probably the most underrated coach out there. Um, you know, Miami was disrespected all season long. They were an underdog. Miami and Creighton, I think, were the most times where they were an underdog that won outright in a, in a big conference this season. But Jim Laranaga, it's, I mean, he took George Mason to the final four. They beat UConn, who was the number one overall that year to get there. So it's not that big of a, you know, reach for him. I mean, this is much more than he's had to work with, but I just thought the game plan against Auburn was just ridiculous. I mean, off the chain. And, you know, I said it on Sunday's show that I really liked, you know, Miami's chances and all that stuff. And, you know, I said that they had a great coach and, you know, Big Al said, well, Bruce Pearl is a pretty good coach too. You know, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, well, yeah, he is, you know. So, um, but, you know, Iowa State has, um, 
has the coach that was the coach for UNLV, and he left and took the Iowa State job. Iowa State was two had two wins all of last year, and now they're in the yeah. Sweet 16. So hats off to them, too. A 10 versus 11. I didn't think Iowa State was a, a very good team. And then the other side of the bracket played out exactly true to form with the one playing the four. So this side of the bracket was totally busted up, and the other side is the one versus four in that region. And then on the other one, um, it's the three versus the 15 and the four versus the eight. So the one and two both gone in that one as well. So it just shows to show you that the committee that makes these decisions doesn't really know what they're doing. No, Mitch, talking about the brackets and everything, I was pleasantly surprised to see everything that you have on March Madness over on Sports Chat Place and how nicely that's all laid out there. Yeah, it's like, well, the thing is we didn't have a lot of time. You know, we've really been working on the tools and we have other things. We have a long-term thing that we're doing with the tools and we're kind of not just going to stop what we're doing for, you know, for the tournament. We love the tournament and next year will be bigger and better and, you know, just blow everybody else out of the water. But um, we didn't do as, ju- as good a job, I think, as some of the other sites did. You know, congratulations to them. But, you know, most of those other sites are just geared up to try and get you to sign up to a sports book, not to actually deliver you the information that you need and that's going to help you win. It's all geared their own by these European, um, you know, Nordic countries, companies out of like, you know, Sweden and um, Denmark and places like that. And the whole thing is just to get you to click on their sports book offers and get you to sign up. It has nothing to do with delivering you the best product. And that's, you know, we're, we're more concerned with delivering you the best product. And by doing that, we figure we'll get the numbers, we'll get enough people, we'll get all those things that it'll organically, you know, be part of what you do as you make your bets, you'll sign up for the sports books, you know, through us, yeah. as opposed to those guys that are just, they could care less about you. Yeah, absolutely. Just a bunch so of paid much. employees out there in front of the camera for those companies. Yeah, it's so true. So Miami, if they take the next game, who would you rather them see face Providence or Kansas? Kansas. Okay. We want to go Better chance against Kansas. I don't, I don't, th- I don't know. I don't think we have a better chance against either of those teams, but I would like to play Kansas. Okay. I just think it would be if I think in order to to be the man, you got to beat the man. Or if you want if you want to be the woman, yeah. you got to beat the woman. You know, so it's like <laughs> we don't want the easy route, you know. We want to say we beat Auburn, we beat Kansas, we beat everybody. We didn't get the break where all oh, the one got beat, and, you know, we got the easy road and slid in the back door. We played the 11, you know, Iowa State, and then, you know, it's like we didn't have to play Kentucky or we didn't have to play this. It's like no way. We'd rather take Kansas on. They beat us, we lost to Kansas, right? If we beat them, we beat Kansas. And that's really what you want to, you know, that's the Miami mentality. And that's what a lot of other people, they don't understand. That's why Brian doesn't understand, like, when we do the shows and stuff. And, you know, he just doesn't, he does, he's not part of the culture. But the Miami fans in the audience, I know we have tons of them from the 305. um, They fully understand this, you know, is that this is the mentality. It's like, you know. We don't want the easy road. We want the road that's going to say, you know, we did it. We don't want any breaks because we're not going to, we're never going to get any breaks. We're a 10 seed that beat North Carolina and Duke, you know, Duke, we beat Duke at Duke. We beat them, you know, we we were a lot bigger underdog than North Carolina was when they beat them. And we, North Carolina, like I said, we were up by 27 at halftime on them. So So who would, who would you like to see come out of the South then to take on? Like you guys go all the way. Who would you like to see out of the South? You battle. Which is the South? 
Uh, you got Arizona, Houston, Michigan, and Villanova. I think Houston would be the toughest matchup for us. I think that yeah. would be um, the toughest of those. I think Villanova would be tough because they could shoot over the top of us. We're not going to get calls against Michigan. All of those schools are going to be tough for us, every one of them. We would never get the calls against Michigan. You know, to, no, no. We, we'd really have to beat them. Um, no. Villanova, it's like when they're shooting you know, from the outside. We lost to Virginia Tech twice this year. So, you know, it doesn't bode well for us against Villanova. Houston is similar to us. It's really similar to us. Yeah. And um, Arizona, I think, is probably the beatable team of those. Okay. I think Arizona of those, even though they're the number one, it's the worst of those. On the other one, Gonzaga, Arkansas, Duke, Texas Tech. Once again, Texas Tech is similar to us. Yep. Duke, we know we can beat. We beat them already. Arkansas. That would be awesome. They beat us one, we beat them. They beat us by four on a neutral court. We beat them at Cameron. Arkansas um, is depends on what Arkansas you get. And, you know, Gonzaga is Gonzaga. So yeah. you just don't want to be on the wrong. I think that Miami can, can play a game that could, I think that they could play a style that could frustrate Gonzaga too. Okay. That we really saw Miami see. dictate the pace. Yeah. You know, they, they took the full 30 seconds. They, you know, did run out on the steals. If they got the steal, they did run outs. You know, every yeah. single time. They had, I think, 27 fast break points. And then on the other side of it, um, they used the full 30 seconds. Yeah, they did. They did a fantastic job of um, owning that court. That's so, for sure. So, Joe, I didn't yeah. do the seven free picks in just five minutes today because I was on. I was on. I just explained to everybody the day that I've had. So, one yeah. day, one <laughs> yeah. day out of how many? I mean, how many times, how many days have I done this? I mean, it's, it's like, so someone puts here, someone puts here, no seven right. picks in five minutes anymore. I mean, one day I missed it out of, I mean, you know what? We don't want you on our channel anymore. That's what I think. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You've been off the, off the plane for what? Maybe an hour? Yeah. And I'm on the first thing that I do, it's, it's still seven o'clock in the morning here. You know, I got off the plane at 5.15, okay? Yeah. I, I unpacked my, my luggage to put some stuff, and then I had to re-put together the studio because I had taken lighting with me, which also was a whole other nightmare. I got pulled over, you know, to the side on the thing because they didn't have the TSA pre-check at 2 o'clock in the morning, so I had to go through the regular, so my bags got pulled to the side because I had studio lighting and things like that in there. So they go through there and all my dirty clothes, which is... You, know, you can imagine what five or six days of dirty clothes look like in Vegas. Anyways, they go through, they're holding it up, you know. It's like, yeah, good times. And this guy is is saying, you know, you don't do it anymore because I, I missed one day when there's eight games total. Yeah. You know, seriously, man. I, I love all you guys, but that's just unfair. It's yeah, unfair, it man. It's not like it's not like it's, it's not like we charge you for it. It's not like you know it's anything. It's like I love doing it, but it's like when exactly was I supposed to do this? Tell me when. You know, tell me <laughs> block off a time where I could have done that. And it, believe me, I, if there was one, I would have done it. Right? Everyone knows that. It's like oh, absolutely. But to say you're not no, you're not doing it anymore because you missed one day of it, and it's like. <laughs> Jerk, man. 
Yeah. Oh man, I was stressed yesterday when uh, we were doing the premium combo VIP show and you kept taking your mask down in the airport. I was just waiting for someone to come up and say something to you. I was trying to give my premium pick. I was like, oh God, no one come look at Mitch because you'd look sideways. And I was like, oh no, they coming for you? It's crazy. Simon and I think you give our audience everything that you've got. And the thing is from the seven from the seven free picks, it's kind of like what with um, DLO, who I don't, I, you know, I've never even heard this guy before in the comments at all. But yeah. he, but you know, everybody knows this. The seven free picks come a hundred percent from the betting tools. So yeah. there's nothing preventing you from going to the betting tools and picking seven picks out of there. That's all I do is I just go through there, I pick out seven picks from the betting tools. That's all I do, and then I just do it as my seven free picks in just five minutes. I pick a random seven. If there's only, you know, there's always way more than seven. And, and I just pick seven of them. There's nothing stopping you from doing that. There's nothing. It's like, I encourage you to do it. Yeah. But it's like, I hate when people like, you know, it's like, hey, how come there, and I, hey, you know, how come there was no seven free picks today? I missed it if you said something. You know, There's not going to be it anymore. It's a, we call that a drama queen. <laughs> Speaking of drama queens, Joe, let's go to the NBA and get some picks out of here. I gotta get, I gotta go. I gotta take a shower. I haven't even taken a shower. It's like in a mess. I'm off an airplane without a shower. Oh That's man, it's like I'm new. Man. What betting tool? If you go to sportschatplace.com, click on betting tools. We have the best betting tools. Go to players, click props. All sorts of stuff. I don't know how to do share screen because Joe's got the controls today, but I would show you guys. I'm gonna do it. I'll do a betting. I I started doing a betting tool show last week, and then when I started traveling, it made it kind of impossible. But I am going to start doing the betting tool show, and it's going to be early. And then this way, you have all, people have all day to see it. But we've got like the Warriors that. taking on the Magic. We've got the Knickerbockers. Same thing with Dog of the Day. I got to let that slip away as well. But I'll, everything will return back to normal tomorrow. I promise. You you were in Vegas. Everyone like, knows you're in Vegas. A lot of people when they travel, everything stops. You know, they don't do videos. They don't do anything at all. I mean, yeah. we did, you know, we kept rolling. We did. That's for sure. Knicks versus the Hawks. Got the Bucks versus the Bulls and the Chicken Nuggets taking on the Clippers. Joe, any of these four do anything for you? You know what? I don't absolutely love the NBA today. I got a couple premiums uh, for free picks. Got to lean on the Knicks plus those three there. That line has moved up a point and a half. I like them at plus one and a half this morning as well. I just think they're rolling too strong going seven and two against the spread in their last nine games. And the Hawks, they have struggled on the road going one and six against the spread in their last seven games. So like the Knicks, I think that's going to be a lower scoring one as well. And then... Let me look at this line of the Bulls. Yeah, up to seven and a half now. I was leaning on the Bulls originally at uh, plus six and a half, so I'm going to stay with them here. Seven and a half. I think they just need to get things turned back around, and I think they need to keep this tight. They're off a big game last night, big win, and I think they come in with some momentum. I don't think they win it here, but I think they keep it tight enough against the Milwaukee Bucks. The Bucks won this last matchup by those six points. I can't remember when that last game was, but it Pretty recently, if I can remember right. And I think we got a lower scoring one in this. We've got a total of 231, unless that's moved 
Yeah, 234. I think we go under that number. I think we're going to see more defenses, uh, defensive plays in this, and both these teams trend so nicely to that under. So give me the under. What do you like in these four match? What time's pucking crazy today? It is at 3.30 Eastern. Who's on? Um, You. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it's not a great, not a great day <laughs> for me to be on pucking crazy. I might, I might misspell the name a couple times. Um, Tony Brown is definitely on tonight. I was gonna reach out to Chris Ruffalo and see if he wanted to come on, but I was gonna say, like, is he back from Vegas or is no? He he's still, still there, there, but he might, he might do it though, because he's got to get ready okay. for the drive through anyway. Okay, I will see if he's around. But eleven NHL um, games today. Yeah, there's so many, and Mitch, the trade deadline was yesterday, huge movement. I know you don't really uh, follow the NHL much, but do you remember the name Marc-Andre Fleury of the yeah, Blackhawks? He was with Vegas before. Yep, I was in Vegas. They were all over the news about the trade. Yeah, so to the wild, like, it's it was on regular. It was on the regular news, like, the leading story. Yeah, this, it's phenomenal. And then um, Mark. Giordano, I can't say it. I always just call him uh, Gio. He was with the Calgary Flames. He went to the Seattle Kraken in the expansion, and now he's gone to the Toronto Maple Leafs. And for those, like, two trades are just huge. Nice. Yeah. Well, I'll give my NBA, and then we'll come back to this. I like the Magic today against the Warriors. I just think that they're playing well, and uh, the Warriors not playing so well, kind of limping into the into the postseason. There's 82 games in an NBA schedule, so you just got to do quick math when you uh, do these. So the Magic are at 72 games, so they only have 10 games left in the regular season, including tonight. The Warriors have 11 games left, 47 and 24. That would put them at 71 games in an 82-game season. So, you know, you have to look at the standings in the NBA, but it seems that teams care less and less about this home court and more and more about being healthy. Um, the reason being is that they figure if they're healthy, they can steal one on the road. And if you can steal one on the road, then it's it's golden. But, you know, um, the one thing you want to do is, if you can, is avoid the play-in. And so the, it's the teams that are on the borderline here for the play-in are the Nuggets and the Timberwolves. The, the Nuggets just a half-game lead, but it's in the loss column. So they control their own destiny for the sixth spot in the West over the Timberwolves. So you just, you just kind of need to keep these things in the back of your mind. Now, in the Eastern Conference, it's a little bit more clear-cut for the final playoff spot with the Hawks um, in the 10 spot, five games clear of the Washington Wizards. So they're going to make it. And, you know, and the Knicks as well, they're five games clear. But the Knicks, um, you know, any chance that they have to catch the Hawks, they need to win tonight. They got a head-to-head chance, so they will get a full game on them. It'll put them four in the loss column behind them. So it is a giant chance here for the Knicks. The other thing that you look at here in the Eastern Conference is the Raptors are in the seven spot. They're at 40 and 32, and the Cavaliers in the sixth spot are 41 and 31. So it is a full game there, but it's just one in the win and one in the loss. So it's like if they get the help, or if they get a head-to-head against against the Cavs, they can flip-flop, and that's to get into the you know out of the play-in. So it's like yeah. your actual seeding in the, in there, it's the playoffs. You're only going to play good teams, right? You're only going to play mm-hmm. good teams. So, um, you know, the thing is here that you know you want to avoid the play-in, though. You know, 
Yeah. You, it doesn't matter if you're a six seed or a two seed, you know, but the two seed, a two seed, you'll play a play in team. But the playing teams, like, in, it could be the Brooklyn Nets at full strength, you know, with Kyrie and uh, Kevin Durant and everybody, you know, are, are, are the eighth, are the eight right now. The Hornets are the nine. The Hawks, who we saw, you know, march through the playoffs last year, are the 10. And the Raptors are the seven. So even the one or two doesn't get you clear. But the Bucks and the Sixers are tied for that number two seed. So hopefully this isn't, like, going over everybody's head and everything like this. But, you know, Brian talks a lot about motivation. Oh, they got these guys up next and these guys up next. And sometimes he kind of like loses sight of the big picture motivation, which is stuff like this, where it's like, there really is no tomorrow. There is no looking ahead to the next game. Because even if you are looking ahead to the next game, and it might be against one of these teams that you're directly competing with for, for, for one of these spots, you need to win this game to make that game meaningful. It's the old Pete Rose. It's those games in April that make those games in September all that much more meaningful. You know, they count the same. You know, and it's it's true. You know, it's like we don't agree with everything Pete Rose says and does, but we we don't mind the gambling thing. But it's like it's some (laughs) of the other stuff, you know, that he does. Yeah. But um, yeah. So we, you know, always, you know, especially at this time of year. Take a look at this because these are the teams with a lot to play for, you know, and there are teams that don't have much to play for at all. Yeah, like the Houston Rockets. Like the Houston Rockets. <laughs> Poor Rockets. Wow, what a terrible season they've had. Well, if anything, the Rockets the Rockets are just a game ahead of the Magic and the Pistons for the top seed, you know, for the lottery. That's for true. the biggest waiting in the lottery, while the Magic and the Pistons both have 19 wins apiece. But back to this, the Warriors are are in the three spot and they're very comfortable in there. They're two in the win and one in the loss to catch Memphis for the two. And then they're they're two ahead of the Jazz in the win and three in the loss. So they're in pretty good shape in that in that number three spot where they are. And, you know, it's let's just say, you know, if we don't know what Steph Curry's actual physical condition is, but let's just say they're so comfortable in that spot. They're like, he's not playing you know, for a while. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Get him healthy completely. You know. Yeah. Interesting couple of weeks of uh, basketball left Mitch, but the bucks and the Sixers. So here's, here's the game, you know, that, which I have a point. I know people sometimes say, talk about the people say, people say, give the picks. Yeah. Steph Curry is out. People say, you know, get to the picks or whatever. Well, this is the whole thing. How I get to the pick. It's like, I can, we can just spit out picks. Anybody can do that. We do that on the videos and we were criticized for doing that by some jerk face in Texas. But, um, (laughs) but here I'm trying to show you guys exactly why I'm picking these things. So I gave out the bucks in my video against the Bulls. And the re- way that I got there was just simply this. The Bucks are 44 and 27 for the three spot. The Sixers are 44 and 27 for the two spot. So it's not only these opening round matchups, especially it's like the NCAA tournament after the opening round. <laughs> Seating goes out the window. When there's four teams left in each conference, they're all good. Trust me on that one. But the thing is, is that it will determine that home court advantage. And if you can hold serve, you know, the Sixers haven't been that great at home this year, but the Bucks have 24 and 12. Yeah. 
They have to win tonight. They have to win. The Bulls um, are are two games ahead of the Cavs in the loss column and one in the win column, and they're not going to catch the Celtics. They're one they're one behind the Celtics in the loss and three in the win. So it's a lot to, a lot of work there, and the Celtics are playing pretty well. I just think that the Bucks just everything points to the Bucks in that game against the Bulls tonight. Okay. Going to be great games. There's only four, but they should be really good. Yeah, I, I never worry about who's playing and who's not playing unless, you know, because the line will always move to reflect that. Absolutely. Always will. There's You're still te- checking those injury reports, though. There's some terrorists on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Just figured I'd throw that out there. Terrorists, you know. Yeah, oh, there is. There's sure. morons, you know. <laughs> yeah, there absolutely is. I don't mean like in our live comments of the show. I meant like in the regular comments, which yeah. I I go through them, and it's like I have no idea. <laughs> um, I don't know why. I could. My daughter just pulled up at my house. Can you just give me one second to open the front door? I don't think so, Joe. I'm sorry, I apologize. She can wait apologize. outside till the show is over. For one second. <laughs> I don't know why. She'll <laughs> wait outside till the show is over. I'll go on a filibuster. <laughs> anyways, I guess Joe didn't agree with me on that. But anyways, you know, so looking at these, you know, when we get to this point of the season, 10, 11 games left to go in the regular season, a lot of teams with a lot to play for, a lot of teams were more important, more in their best interest to rest guys that might not be 100, 100%. So um, keep that in mind um, as we go forward over the next couple of days. But uh, we go to college hoops. Maybe I'll do a seven free picks in just five minutes just for the hell of it or betting tools or something. I don't have that much time, right? Today? Yeah. Nice. I like it. Let's go to college hoops. And uh, there are five games today. Most of these games came up pretty late, you know, as far as the lines went up. So I didn't really put anything out on these. But we got Virginia taking on St. Bonaventure. We got Northern Colorado against Wilmington, who put together a great comeback yesterday. I was on the wrong side of that thing. Ablin Christian, who took down Ohio yesterday, up against Middle Tennessee, who bounced my Terriers out of town. Um, got uh, UTEP taking on uh, Southern Utah, who hasn't been a great cover team, but they've been in the favorite role a lot. And then we've got Xavier taking on Vandy. So Xavier always tough at home at the Cintas Center. Yeah, it's hard not to roll with them here in this one at home. So uh, I I think what we're going to see out of both those teams, they both have great defenses. I think I'm more comfortable taking the under, even though the offenses can get those points up there. I think we're going to have uh, both their defenses come out nice and strong in this one. So I'm going to go that way with that one. And then... I think I'm going to have to lean on UNC uh, Wellington in this one. They are 13 and three against the spread in their last 16 games versus teams with winning straight up records. And I think they come in uh, the two and a half. I'm not absolutely loving the two and a half, 
I wonder what juice you're paying on that money line. I might just money line that one. I think that one comes down to a point. Either way, last 140. possession of that ball. 140. Yeah, that's probably the limit I'd take on that. I'd take it on the money line. And then give me the under between St. Bonnie's and Virginia. I think this is just going to be a defensive, slower-paced game. And I love the under. The Bonnies are 5-2 and two in their last seven to that under. And 10-4 and four in their last 14 as a road underdog to that under. And the Cavs, 7-3 and three in their last 10 as a home favorite to the under. So I like the under a lot there. How about you, Mitch? I like uh, Xavier against Vanderbilt. I think they beat him. Um, we had we've seen um, you know Pippen Jr. slumping uh, since since the SEC tournament, and he busted out of it last game against Dayton, scoring thirty two. But with him scoring thirty two, Wright only scored five. So it's kind of like Wright is either Wright or Pippen. We haven't seen both. And what we've seen um, in the in the bigger tournament, um, the one that we care more about, is that the Big East has far outperformed the SEC far outperform them and um i just i i can i can just see that um that happening here as well the fact that vandy's not at home anymore either they've had they had tremendous turnouts they lucked out that dayton had their arena booked and was unable to host that game because they would have been the host they beat them in overtime and now that they have to go on the road i don't like their prospects so well so i'm gonna take xavier at the cintas center uh, Cincinnati's a basketball town. They, they freaking love their college hoops. So I'm going to take uh, Xavier. Would have done that as, as a premium probably. And um, I don't know. I kind of I kind of like um, Virginia with the points. Okay. Against St. Bonnie's. I think the game's cl- going to be close. And we know that St. Bonnie's is not going to hit their free throws down the stretch. Um they, mm-hmm. they don't do that. We saw them clunk them. So I'm going to take those two um, out of these college hoops plays. But anyways, we just wanted to do a show today. We didn't want to. Um, we didn't want to. We didn't want to skip the show or or something like that. And um, you know, and not do it. Get out of the thing. It's not our normal time. This will not be the normal time. But I'm going to resume <laughs> um, back tomorrow with. My seven free picks in just five minutes. As a matter of fact, I might just do one today on spite alone, um, because the guy that the guy that just made that comment, I just I, I don't understand how people can make that kind of assumption based on that. I think like, why would you make that? Uh, you know, it's like I don't even understand it. You know, it's like I, I never say that to someone. Oh, because you didn't do. It. I guess you're never gonna do it again. You know, it's like. Maybe I don't know. I only. I, I was never cooking dinner again if that was the case. Joe, I I last night. Okay, I mean, I was dead to the world, and I said, "You know what? I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go on live. I know no one's going to know that I'm coming on live, and I probably no one will see it live. I'm going to do a video and I explain to everybody what's going on, just so you know, it's not there's no confusion, there's no anything like this, right? I went on and I I did it. it the video was how long? Let me see. Yeah, I watched it this morning. I was right? like, oh, I right. missed that too. Yeah, and you can see I'm dead tired, right? It's a, it's called an update from Mitch, show times, et cetera, right? Really not a lot to it. It was free, you know, it was, I did it live. Um, I don't know. A lot of people commented, they thanked us for it. Yeah. You know, so it was, um, I don't get it, but 
It doesn't mean we're not doing shows. It doesn't mean any of those things. It means it means that I was stuck in in you know a hotel I would have never stayed at. And I'm not saying like you know I'm not grateful that they put me up in a hotel or you know that I haven't stayed in a lot worse than that. You know, believe me, I've stayed in some roach motels. You know, I've stayed in some as we call them. My wife and I call them goat ranches. You know. Oh man, a couple of summers ago, a friend and I went on a road trip, but we had my kids. Actually, she met us on. Uh, a vacation road trip that I was doing with the kids. And we decided to divert from the beautiful like Airbnb we were staying at at the bottom of a ski resort and go to this country concert, which meant we had to find a hotel after it because it was an outdoor like all day thing. And so I had the kids and they were just terrified walking into, you know, one of those drive up kind of motel ones where you like you're not going into a lobby or anything. You know, the door is right on the street. My kids had never stayed in anything like that before. And I don't think they ever will again. It just terrified them completely. Sounds like they're a little soft. We would, we would, you know, for us, we would take them whatever we could get, you know. <laughs> well, my son moved like furniture in front of the door. He was terrified because we we're right like street level. Thought something definitely was going to happen to us that night. He didn't sleep a wink. Well, I'm going to use the parlay builder to do my parlay for today since I really, I have to say, um, I don't generally come, you know, throughout the years of doing this, throughout the years of doing this, I haven't really ever made excuses as, or, to, you know, cried like, you know, about how hard it worked or any of those things. You hear other people say, oh, we worked really hard on this. And people are like, oh, you worked so hard and all that stuff. And I never like say anything about it, but um, you know, when you when when someone when you get thrown the curveballs like this, there's just nothing you can do, you know. And it's like I think we did a pretty good job of it, you know. It's like to cover it to come on here, you know. Joe was just like, yeah, hell yeah. I was like, I'll go on by myself. Joe was like, no way, I'm going. I'm coming. I'm kidding? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's like Joe always takes it when I say I'll just do it by myself, meaning like you know I don't want to bother you. She always takes it like the you don't like me anymore, you know. It's no, like she's <laughs> like it's always like the what, what you don't like me anymore. I'm coming. <laughs> Anyways, I'm doing. I'm taking the Orlando Magic on the money line here. The Arizona Coyotes on the puck line. That's uh, plus two fifteen. I'm taking the St. Louis Blues plus one twenty five and the Chicago Blackhawks at plus one oh two. Ten dollars pays four ninety three ninety three. That's my that's my pick dogs parlay um, for today. Four teamer I'm giving out. Uh, I got it. I went to the sports shop place. I took out tennis. I eliminated tennis from the parlay. <laughs> I put in fourteen parlay. I clicked on generate parlay, and that's what came up. So. Uh, it is the Orlando Magic on the money line at plus 245. Arizona Coyotes puck line. Is that, is that today? Yes. Okay, it is. Oh, wait a minute. The Blackhawks Ducks is tomorrow. I got to change out of that one. So it is going to be the under five and a half in the Senators Islanders game instead. So it's Magic on the money line, nice. Coyotes minus one and a half, St. Louis Blues money line, and the under in the Islanders Senators game. Ten dollars pays four seventy one ninety two. I'm in. I love it, Mitch. So money, 
so much. <laughs> well, I got a little visitor. She decided to jump on my lap. So um, maybe it's a good sign that we got to take the dogs today, you guys. Um, let's see. For my parlay, <laughs> I'm going to take the New York Knicks plus the points. The under in the Bonnies and uh, or St. Bonnies and Virginia game. And then let me just grab a hockey one for you here. Um, take the New York Rangers in regulation. I love the New York Rangers today. We've hit the New York Rangers as dogs the last two games in a row. They've been just rolling hot for us. Nice. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for joining us. We appreciate each and every one of you. We do the best that we can. It's like better late than never on this show. I kind of, you know, I like doing a show whenever I can do it. And for me, my timing is so messed up. It feels like it's 4 o'clock in the morning anyhow. So uh, we'll see you guys <laughs> tomorrow. I'm going to probably see you guys in a couple minutes because now I now I feel it is a challenge that I have to do my seven free picks in just five minutes. <laughs> I feel cheated. going to be a lot of props in there and stuff, though. So... But oh, we'll do sure. it. But thanks, everyone. Make it a winning day. We appreciate each and every one of you. So uh, let's crush the books today. Bye, guys. <laughs>